Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to All Things Internet, a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, and we don't. Wow. I, sorry. I reverted back to my intro with my mom. I apologize. <laughs> Emily tries her gosh darn is to fact check and research anything she thinks I might find relevant. I am one of your hosts, Rachel Ballinger. I'm Emily Brostaff. And dog of the day is Blaze Boy. Thank you for the kiss, buddy. Um... I was, did you want to start the new segment today? Instead of, yeah. how you doing? We're going to do therapy hour, where we just talk about things, emotional growth and things we're working on or realizing or having issues with. So it's basically the same thing as, how you doing today? Right. But so now gonna, it's labeled. It's labeled. Therapy, a therapy moment. A therapy moment. Yeah, because it's not an hour. We're only going to talk about this for like 10 minutes. Right. But it's a therapy moment. Therapy moment. Wow. Uh, thank you. We did not practice that. No. If, if you would believe it. We didn't even know the title to this. No. We came up with it in the car yesterday. <laughs> this is this is how we plan things. Um, so Emily, what things are you struggling with or realizing or Can you go first? I wasn't prepared, so oh. I was gonna think while you did it. Oh great. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'll talk about that thing that I realized. Yeah. I was talking to you about it. It sucks that we could do the same thing, like, we could uh, be around a human being, okay? Any human being, a significant other, a best friend, a family member, doesn't matter. You could do the same thing around them every single day, mm-hmm. and they will accept it or perceive it based on their mood, and that changes their perception of you. So yeah. you could do the same thing every day, and they could be in the happiest mood, and so they love that you do that thing. And then they get in a bad mood, and then suddenly that thing you do every single day annoys them and then they resent you for it yes and that sucks as human beings right because i do this to people like they could be doing the same thing they normally do but today i'm in a bad mood Ah, i hurt my shoulder today i'm in a bad mood so i'm like god they're so annoying yeah but it's not their fault right they're not doing anything wrong they're not doing anything out of the ordinary they're not doing anything wrong right it's just i'm in a bad mood so i perceive their actions negatively and therefore i start negatively perceiving them and that sucks how do you snap yourself out of it? You have to, you have to check yourself. Yeah. You have, to, you have to check yourself. You have to remove yourself. You have to breathe. Because that, like, how are they supposed to know, like, oh, you're in that type of mood. I shouldn't do that thing that normally you love. Right. Or normally doesn't bother you. But today, like, because we don't, we can't read minds as humans. I wish. So. Oh, oh well, okay. Interruption time. If you had the ability to do that, would you choose? No. Really? No. I would give anything. I feel like it would help my anxiety so much. But then there's also probably things in your life where you're like, oh, no, that's just my anxiety. But really, that person is mad at you. (laughs) Because this is the reason, though. This is the reason because that that this is dangerous. Because even with a significant other, they could love you so deeply. Yeah. But they could be in a bad mood. So they think a negative thought about you. But it's not true. They might never think that thought again. But in that moment, they just had that negative thought because of their own self. Yeah. And then it. That could like ruin you. You'd be like, well, you thought I was ugly that one time. Right. You think I'm ugly. Like, no, that was just like that moment because I was in a bad mood and like, mm. I used to when I was little because I went to a, a Christian school growing up where they were so Christian. They told us that lightning in the sky was God taking a picture of you. So you better behave when there are thunderstorms. Um, and, okay. <laughs> and I used to believe that God could hear every single thought I had and that would determine whether I would get into heaven or yeah. I'd be sent to hell. And so I would literally think to myself as I was falling asleep at night, I'd be like, oh, man, I just love that God. He's amazing. And th- but then I think at the same time, I'd be like, you're a little liar. Like, he's yeah. going to know. And I'd be like, no, he can hear those thoughts right now. Childhood religious trauma right yeah. there. That's what that is. Because we all did that. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. all did that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm struggling with the fact that I've realized this because it sucks being the receiver of that yeah like having someone's 
else's mood change how they see you yes and how they react to you yes but then also i'm like i've done that so like i understand mm-hmm. it but we as people just need to like snap ourselves out of it realize when we're doing that yeah and try our gosh darndest like even if we have those negative thoughts don't react to them i'm i'm 90 percent on the receiving end of that what no yeah <laughs> what a shock i have never done that before to you emily bro staff oh, oh i didn't mean with you i just meant <laughs> oh <laughs> you just outed yourself no because we were we've talked about how like even when we're when we're super tired we're still yeah. really nice Yes. Like today I was super tired, but I wasn't mean to you. I was no. just like, nah, nah. yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, because, and this, this is something I'm working on because I care so much more about what people think of me than my own happiness, because that is what makes me happy. And I need to change that. That's what makes me happy is knowing that people like me. Yeah. That's, I, and it's not, not health- healthy. Yeah. Not healthy at all. Um, so I'm working on it because it, it boils down to like self-love. Like I need to love myself enough to Mm -hmm. not care if other people like me or not, you know, working on that. But because I'm always so concerned that everyone else is happy and everyone else likes me and still thinks I'm funny and you know, whatever I'm, I'm on the receiving end of that because I'm never really like concerned about like too concerned about other people's behavior. I'm just like always like focusing on my own. I'm like, how can I make people like me? How can I make people happy? You know, whatever. And so because I have such a big personality, and like I'm so loud and like sporadic I'm on this a lot because a lot of times people find my behavior like very funny and endearing and like cheerful and like in certain settings yes and then they'll be like in a bad mood or they'll be tired or overwhelmed and I do the same thing that I've done day in and day out but today it's not funny it's annoying and I'm like oh what like and and but then and then we talked about this too and then when you know you've like someone's annoyed with your behavior or like resenting your behavior our automatic go-to is people pleasers yes are to try and fix it yes and to try and fix it we overcompensate by being even louder and even funnier Which is and even, even more annoying to them yes and so like I feel like also on the receiving end we need to find a solution to this to like learn how to like back down and just let those people sit with their feelings yes that's that's what I have learned is one thing I've learned in therapy is most of the time, if I look back and I'm like, I haven't done anything different. I haven't done anything negative, And someone's behavior towards me has changed. 99% of the time, it's them. Yeah. It's just a mood they're in. They're overwhelmed. They're tired. And if it is something that's like recurring, I can ask them. Yeah. But or they need to learn to like figure themselves out. Yeah. I'm allowed. That's my that's been my therapy homework for like over a year now is I'm allowed to ask once if something's OK. Yeah. Because when I when someone's mood shifts, whether like logically and that's something I love learning in therapy everyone in like a hypothetical sense has a rational brain and an irrational brain rational and irrational yes you have uh it's called something like there's a more specific term for it but that's just you know what I like to go with and mind function at the same time so rationally I can take a step back and I can be like okay I've done nothing wrong mm-hmm. I've made no mistakes this person just might, might be in a bad mood but my irrational side of my brain is like no it's definitely you. You've done something <laughs> wrong today and you need to figure it out. But um, I don't know where I was going with that. You just uh, said something and it, it peaked and then it, it just completely disappeared. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I've been. I, I didn't haven't talked about it in therapy, but I just like had this realization of like, that sucks as, just for yeah. all people. Yeah. The And it sucks to be, it also sucks to be that person that's having those irrational, not irrational, but like just emotionally negative thoughts because you said like you don't want to oh like, yeah there's times I've caught myself being like why am I being annoyed by everything today I right. don't want to be it's not fun being in that mood no it's not right and then it's like I have to take it and a lot of the, t- the only really the times I feel that way is when I'm PMSing like <laughs> extremely irrational anger yeah. and annoyance and I'm like okay and once I like recognize it mm-hmm. it's a lot easier mm-hmm. and, or I go I need to step away from people until I solve myself. Right. So I think that's like mainly the solution is figuring out when you need to step away because it's you and they're not just being a really annoying person. Right. Yeah. I remembered what I was going to say. Tell me. With the asking once. I'm allowed Mm, to ask once because uh, I learned in therapy almost two years ago that when you consistent and you would think this would be like normal knowledge, but no. When you consistently ask someone, are you okay? Are you sure you're You're okay? You annoy them. You push them away even further. Yes. So- 
like that has been my therapy homework for so long is I'm allowed to ask one time. Yeah. And then after that, it becomes their job. If they're lying, that's on them. So I'm giving them an opportunity to tell me. Yeah. And if they choose to lie and say nothing's wrong, then it's my job to just say, okay, you gave them the opportunity to tell you. Yeah. It's their choice if they want to lie about it or talk about it. And you're not allowed to ask anymore. Am I successful in this homework? No, I'm at (laughs) a D minus at best. Uh, well, maybe we'll get there. We're getting there. I'm trying. I've been working really hard, uh, especially with my girlfriend on like, we have really great, both of us have really good emotional intelligence, which I really appreciate about her. And we're really, really good at communicating no matter like how annoyed, mad, upset, not even like with each other, but just like in general, we get, we're always able to talk it through start to finish. Yeah. And like we don't end the conversation until we both feel good about it. Yes. Which is amazing. Um, and with her and, and myself, we're both working on if our if we're annoyed and it's, even if it's not at our partner, if we get asked by our partner, like, are you OK or is something wrong? Instead of just saying yes, like or like, no, like I'm OK. And like just dismissing it. We're working on saying like either I'm not ready to talk about it right now mm-hmm. or it's not you. I'm just in a crappy mood. Yeah. Or yeah. OK, this happened. And, like, let's talk about it. Yeah. Because I want to be able to trust you when you say nothing's wrong. Yeah. And I can't do that if like you consistently say there's a lot of times when people will be like, are you good? And I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, wait, Am analyze I? your actions. I just did this with Emily. Yeah. I walked in and we had a few exchanges. Nothing rude. No. And I sat down. She goes, did we not sleep last night? Yeah. And I was like, no, I slept. And then I sat there and I was like, what? What? Okay. How'd she get there? How'd she get there? Go through the exchanges. <laughs> oh, I just worked out. I am tired. Yeah. And it's the first workout I've done in a, in a while. And that always drains me until I get into a routine and then it energizes me. So I was like, oh, by the way, yeah, <laughs> I know what you're talking about now. Because I'm so sensitive to mood shifts. You so, saw same. Yeah. so sensitive to them. Mm-hmm. And so when you come in with a degree of less energy, I'm like, Whoop, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I and, but like that helps so much. As soon as you tell me something, I don't care whether it's me or something else. But as soon as you explain what's going on, I feel so much better. As soon as you said. I'm tired from my workout. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, ready to move on. I play the waiting game because a lot of people don't like immediately being asked or whatever. Mm. So I'm always, I wait to see, is it me or is it something else? Like, I'll just wait a little bit. I'll have another, I'll, I'll try and have a few more interactions yeah. and see if they're short with me or just like short with everything. Yeah. And then I'm like, if it's me, I immediately am like, right. Hey, are we okay? Right. Or if it's just like, an, I'm like, they need space. I've yeah. learned that of if it's not me, I'm not going to be in your face asking what's wrong. Yeah. If it's something else, I'm going to step away. Yeah. Give you a little bit of time. And then I'll be like, hey, do you need help with anything? I am not capable <laughs> of sitting with that anxiety for that long. It doesn't really make me anxious. I think about it. I'll be like, that's oh, OK. They're mood shifted. They're it's not with me, though. Right. I think eh, what it could be. Oh, look, a dog. And then I'm distracted. <laughs> So, and then I'll, when I see them again, I'm like, oh, right. Oh, right, right, right. You're mad at me. I forgot. <laughs> no, that's the thing is they're not mad at me. They're just mad. They're, ups- they're stressed yeah. about something else. Man. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I think that's it for therapy moment today. I feel like that was good. Good lesson for everyone. Yeah. Just so you know, people may perceive you differently based on their own emotions. Yeah. And that's their issue. But also sometimes you are just annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. 
<laughs> All right, you ready for news? Yes. Okay, so today we're going to talk about a vlog channel called Della Vlogs, and it's run by this husband and wife. The wife's name is Bella. Husband's name is Dallin. I don't watch their channel, so I can't ever remember if it's Dallin or Dallin. I'm going with Dallin. <laughs> um, <laughs> they basically gained a ton of popularity over the past few years because they have been, they've always had their channel of like, it's been like your favorite. A prank. Yep. Dang um, it. Uh. <laughs> so they've had like pranks, vlogs, kind of like been a little mix of everything. They didn't okay. really have like a thing yeah. until they started their pregnancy journey. And then that's kind of what their whole channel got overtaken by, which is great. I love that. Yeah. Like bring awareness. So uh, they were basically vlogging how she had been or they have been trying. How do you do you say they have been trying to get pregnant for a year? Yeah, he was trying to impregnate her. So, yeah. OK. OK. Because some people get like offended and they're like, he wasn't trying to get pregnant. But it takes two to tango sometimes unless you go to a doctor. Well, they go like, we're having a baby. Yeah. I'm and just going to go with giving they. Birth. I don't know. I feel like he was a part of it. I feel like he ha- did have to be there. It's unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, so after they documented how after a year of trying to get pregnant, uh, they were unsuccessful. And so, okay. uh, so then the doctor, they went to a fertility doctor. And, the do- and according to a Good Morning America article that I read about them, they turned to a fertility specialist. And then Bella got diagnosed with, I've never heard of this, diminished ovarian reserve. I've never heard of that either. Never heard. Does that yeah. just mean it's really hard to get pregnant? I guess. All right. Um, and that the doctor. That sucks. Yeah. And then the doctor basically said her only chance of getting pregnant was going to be through IVF. And, yeah. That and, is so hard. Mm-hmm. That is, it is so hard on the body. And so expensive. Yes. I feel for every uterus haver who's going through that. Yeah. That like that is intense it's shots the hormone changes Mm -hmm. the body changes everything yeah because you have to take hormone shots every day right like you like inject into your stomach or your butt or something like that yeah we could be wrong but i remember seeing that on a show once well i've just had friends who've gone i'm sure every treatment is a little different yeah but i've had friends who've gone and they're like yeah their their husband have to give them a shot every day or whatever yeah or like i don't know it's probably always different but yeah that it just no because ivf is they take i'm okay oh he has an itch no, on no, his wee wee your pee pee not on camera do that in private ever ever near me <laughs> um yeah because ivf is when they take his sperm they they take remove her egg they fertilize it outside the body and then implant it yeah but uh usually the person that's getting implanted has to have a bunch of like hormone injections to create more eggs yes that they can retrieve yeah yeah so it's really freaking hard on the body so they did like initially say they weren't going to do it yeah. because she was just like this is this is so difficult i don't know if like yeah. I'm, I'm ready for the step it's a big decision to make and you're right it's extremely expensive extremely expensive yes granted they did have a ton of followers at this point which meant like they did have a a, a very good steady income but still expensive you yeah you might want to use that money to for you know when you have the kid to actually be able to afford the kid right so that's when uh they went to see Basically, she was talking with a friend and a friend who'd gone through IVF and the friend was like, it really is worth it, convinced her to, you know, do it. And so they went to an IVF doctor in Oman, which is a country in the Middle East, and they told their followers that they were basically going to make a giant adventure out of the whole thing. So it's going to be like a travel vlog, pregnancy vlog. They were going to document everything. Fun. Best of both worlds. Get it done. And that's when they gained around 700,000 Instagram followers and a million YouTube subscribers who all wanted to watch this journey. Yeah. Because it's like that does. I mean, I would watch that. That A lot of people want to know what that's like. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people are going through this or Mm want to sympathize or people are just truly just interested in the whole thing. Or it's like in travel too. Yeah. You know? Um, well, it turns out that that route sadly didn't work either. And after two, I know, after two trips to the Middle East and three unsuccessful rounds of IVF treatments, they decided to go the adoption route. Okay. Okay. So that. Oh my God. They went through so much and it didn't even work. Right. That sucks. Yeah. And and the amount of, I just keep going back, like the amount of money they had to spend with that stuff. So, uh, that's when they started going through the process of becoming adoption certified because you can't just like purchase a baby, you know? (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) well i mean (laughs) legally you can't just purchase a baby so you have to go through an agency and you Mm -hmm. have to be approved as suitable adopters okay and this process includes undergoing a criminal background check fingerprinting and a home study which is like when a professional will basically come to your home walk around evaluate whether it's suitable for a child 
And through all of this, the couple was obviously vlogging and documenting, documenting everything online, but not showing much of it, um, which at the time, like, wasn't weird because, like, were they just going to shove a camera in, like, the social worker's yeah, face? Yeah, no, not at all. Right. Or, like, show their, like, private paperwork. Like, there's not no. much to show. It's, it's more like you're just going to talk about your experience. Yeah, like, the person came by today or we just had a meeting. Right. Totally normal. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, instead they were just talking through the process on their videos and they did show, uh, two phone calls that they had with the adoption agency. One where they basically were initially calling and saying like, what do we do? Like we're yeah. interested. Man, how do you start that? It was very awkward. They like, yeah. ca- they called and they were like, hi, we want to adopt. What do we do? And like the lady was yeah. really nice and talked them through everything. Um, and then the second phone call that they actually recorded and showed was when the social worker was telling them that they got approved. Oh, which okay, was, wow. Which was great. Um, and then on March 26th, that's when they said they were officially adoption. This is of this year. Adoption certified and that they were going to begin working with a couple of different agencies to see if they could find an expectant mother to match with. Yeah. Um, and then so everything's fine, right? Like up until this point, everyone's like, all right, we're vibing. This is really cool content, you know, whatever. But then at the very end of this video, they posted a black screen with words written on it. And the words said, if you know anyone looking to place a baby for adoption, please reach out. We can't wait to meet our future baby, which people found a little odd. You said you're working with all these adoption agencies, but you're putting like a call out to your followers to see like if anyone's like giving up a baby. It was that's a little weird. It was not conventional. No, it wasn't conventional, but. I could also see it late night editing. Just also see if anyone wants to get like, let's just do that, too. Yeah. I could maybe see how that's a thing. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Um, And then they didn't post anything for two months. So everyone assumed they had found a match and that they were just like soaking up all this new time with this like baby. Yeah. Or, you know, like maybe the person, the the lady that was pregnant was like, I don't want to be filmed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, (laughs) And then that was until eight days ago when they came back online and posted a video titled Twin Gender Reveal Match Plus Matching with an Expectant Mom Plus Bad News. This was the entire title. Okay. So titles supposed to be that long. Are we missing something? I make my titles pretty long. I always thought long. I'm getting distracted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I want to know what I'm watching when I click on a video, you know? Yeah, but I feel like when they're super long, I'm like, they get cut off. So people can't see them. Yeah, that's why you have to put like the most exciting stuff right up front. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so the video starts out once again with a black screen and words appearing on it. And it said, a lot has happened in our life the past two months. We think it's time you get an update. We tried to put it all in one video, but it was too long. So watch till the end. Snarky comment from my end time. Their video was 10 minutes long. They're acting like it was like some 60 minute video and they're like, yeah, we couldn't post a two hour long video. Your video was 10 minutes. Like, don't lie. My vlogs are 10 minutes. Right. <laughs> okay. They, it, it was very clear. It was just like they wanted to post a second video for extra money. But like, and like, go off. Fair enough. Yeah. But don't lie about How long it. are their other videos? Uh, they're all around like anywhere between like tw- uh, 10 to 20 minutes. Huh. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> anyway, and, and snarky comment. Um, so then the words continue to say, we connected with an expecting mom and this was our first night talking to her. And then it cuts to Bella talking on the phone with her friends where she's reading messages from this expecting mom to them. And, uh, Bella says she reached out and said, I'm pregnant with twins and I'm looking for someone to adopt them. I'm 20 weeks. And then Bella says to her friends, this better not be a prank. Like, what do I say? What if these are our future kids? And then, oh, this is for a response from the video. Like, the black screen at the end of the video. Like, this isn't through an agency. Correct. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's clear because she's saying that, like, when you go through an agency, it's, like, it's so formal and so, yes. like, tightly regulated. The agent is going through, like, you never talk to the mother and, until and, the end. Yeah, until you're, like, ready to meet with her and, like, yes. all that kind of stuff. But it's, like, a very lengthy process of, like, the agent being yes. the middleman. Yes. So it's very clear that, yes, this, w- this expectant mother was responding to the end of their last video where they said, if, if you know anyone, blah, blah, yeah. blah, reach out to us. So, yeah, this expectant mom messaged the girl and she said, I'm in Southern California. They live in Arizona. She said, I'm in Southern California and it's identical twin girls. Joy's calling. 
um oh my gosh this is and then Bella says oh my gosh this is my dream and then it goes back to the black screen with words and it says after communicating with her for a while we got this text and this is the text from the expectant mom and it says I really don't know what the next steps are haha I adore you guys and think you could raise them to be the best they can be I think I would love to continue to build a relationship with you guys before anything is finalized just to make sure we're a great fit and comfortable with each other not sure if you guys are comfortable with an in-person meeting and then it cuts back to her once again talking on the phone with her friends and, she, you know, she's sobbing and Bella's talking about how happy she is. And then it goes back to the black screen. It's basically like hopping back and forth, like showing okay. flashbacks and then, yeah. you know, them like typing. And then the black screen says, this is the happiest we have been. We continue to talk with her and everything I'm is sus. perfect. What? I'm, the whole thing is sus. Yes. Um, and it said, we continued to talk with her and everything was perfect. Then they showed another text from the expectant mom that says, I've been praying about you guys a lot for guidance, and I definitely hear a yes from God. P.S. Bella and Dallin or Dallin, whatever, are uh, pretty religious. They're like a Christian vlog mm, channel. Yeah, Got it. So, you know, this, mm-hmm. this expect- okay. expectant mom is also uh, Christian. So then it cuts to them setting up the nursery, like showing clips of them setting up the nursery, shopping for baby items. It shows them like the whole telling all their family and friends and surprising them with like the pictures. And of course, like they don't have any legal documents at this point. No. Mm-hmm. okay yep um and then it shows their gender reveal party which i'm pretty sure that gender reveal party costs more money than like my entire year's lease but that's okay um <laughs> <laughs> and then at the very 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 end of the video it cuts to super sad music another black screen with words that reads everything was perfect until it wasn't and, and then it jumps to a clip showing bella sobbing on the couch snarky remark time where of course her husband picks up the camera and runs over to her as fast as he can and shoves it in her face while she's sobbing um (laughs) yeah that's why would you show that like why would you show yourself sprinting across the room with the camera while as your wife is crying and then like setting it up like in her face (laughs) like that's a little weird right yeah that's not how i would vlog (laughs) yeah it was a choice it was a choice for sure. Yeah, all right. And snarky remarks. Um, and then um, she, she says, uh, Bella says to her, because she's talking on the phone with her friends again. She says, I know I'm in shock. I got a message from a girl on Instagram. And then the video cuts out. So she's sobbing and saying she got a message from a girl on Instagram and that there's some drama happening, right? And so it leaves the viewers on a big cliffhanger. That's the end of the video? Yeah. At the, well, oh, okay. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay, this. But they couldn't fit it in one video. So <laughs> I have so many statements and thoughts, but I'm trying not to be um, rude. If this whole, okay, two things. If this whole scenario is real. Yes. So they're saying it's real. We'll say it's real. You are taking a really sad thing uh-huh. and trying to make a clickbait cliffhanger watch perf part two video. Yeah. That is, I, I have a really hard time as, as a YouTuber to playing with real emotions versus like, I don't know. There's like real, real life, extremely emotional scenarios that you don't mess with. Yeah. And like you can go ahead, sit down, tell your story, always tell your story. Right, right, right. But there's a way to do it where to me, it's like, this is kind of, I don't know the right word for it. Uh, Untasteful. Okay. Okay. I'll use the word untasteful. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, let's, we're going to, we're going to say this because like clearly Right now, we know something's going to go wrong with the adoption, right? They, le- yeah. they left us showing Bella sobbing. There's going to be some drama. You know, they're hinting, hinting, hinting. So that's all we know so far as the viewers. Something's going to go wrong with the adoption, clearly. Is it their right as a family that's going through this to monopolize off of this and do these cliffhangers? Like, is that their right or is it I mean, a little do whatever they, they can do whatever they want. I think it's a little untasteful. I mean, there's no right or wrong. Yeah. You can do what you want. It is, it's their life. It's their yeah. channel. It's their viewers. They can do whatever they want. Right. And I like, if they're not like being outright, d- which they're not. Yeah. Then I like do them. 
Um, it's not how I would go about it at all. Cause I, pr- and I'm just me. I'm just, I'm not the queen of YouTube. I'm not the queen of right and wrong. I'm not the queen of anything. This is just in my personal opinion, things like that. Like I, I'm just like relating to like, uh, like, oh my God, I have this like thing on my arm. I'm going to the doctor. They said it might be cancer, blah, blah, blah. And then I, I end the video at the doctor being like, Rachel, we have some bad news. And like, yeah. I clip, dun, dun, like, right. That's a real life struggle that people go with. Like the, like something yeah. like that. I, I personally don't like doing things like that where I, I leave things like, like at the end of my vlog yesterday, I posted, I had talked about a Snoop had an eye infection at the end of my vlog. I was like, Oh, by the way, Snoop, like I was just going to tell you guys, so you don't have to wait till tomorrow. Snoop's eyes all better. Yeah. Like for me, like real life things like that, that are actually traumatic. I don't like doing like, if you're like, uh, if it's like, Oh my God, we found out the gender of a baby. It's up. And then cuts and you're like part two. Yeah. That's an exciting, happy thing. Right. That I'm like, yeah. Right. Oh my goodness. Okay. Monopolize off of that. Right. See, for me, I think that's where it is. I'll make your video, monetize your sad video. Go for it. Right. Have a little happiness with your sadness. Cute. Right. Make your money. Um, but I don't like cliffhangers on actual sad things. Well, and like, Real life sad things. This is kind of like what we talked about with our last podcast on like your entire platform is built off of your followers right you you owe them everything like Mm -hmm. these are the people that are paying for everything that are that have supported you that have gotten you where you got right so like it's like messing with them like they care about you like we talked about this like you're you're monopolizing off of how much they care about you yeah which 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 is fine it's a it's this is the whole issue with the internet is it's it's all gray yeah and it's tricky. Um, may, like, and we also don't know them. They could have been like, this is the saddest thing in the world. How do, we, how, do we, how do we make it any better? Like, how do we, like, we've spent so much money on this whole thing and it's just gone to poop. Yeah. Okay, like, and maybe they're like, okay, we can make it two videos and make some more money off of it. Like, maybe they're in a really yeah. bad spot and they're like, how do we do this? Or they're just like, they don't care. And this is, they, yeah. this, they're not doing any harm, which is true. They're just stressing out their viewers, though, which I think, like, to me, is a little sleazy. I'm not going to use the word sleazy. I'm going to use the word untasteful. Untasteful. Because I think it's a little more delicate. (laughs) And (laughs) I'm not trying to trash them at all. Because, again, I don't know them. I personally would have never done something like that. Yeah. Um, That's just not how I go about my life. But, again, it's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, it's just not how I handle my channel. Um, I mean, they started off as a prank channel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is never my favorite. I don't like pranks. Um, but yeah, that is a little, I would have, I, I would have, I wouldn't, as a viewer would not have appreciated that because yeah. like, I truly, if like being a diehard viewer of someone like you truly care, right? This isn't a scripted or even like a reality TV show right type thing like this is where you're like disconnected like yes. your viewers come for you they are invested in your life it's like telling a, f- a family member like you wouldn't call grandma <laughs> be like <laughs> in the middle of the store and be like gotta go let's call you tomorrow with the rest part two coming soon <laughs> yeah, like that's how i feel like real like big real life emotional things that are negative i feel like if you want to tell your story you should sit down and you can do a like if you want more details tell me down below and I'll do a part two yeah more de- like that's well, that's totally fine because right. it's like the long-winded video if you want more detail here's this here's the outline right if you want more I'll tell you let me know if you want more mm-hmm. that's fine in my opinion because you're not you gave the people the info like the right. main chunks so no one's emotions are left hanging mm-hmm. and then if they are truly invested they can watch more and get deeper into it right um yeah i it's a gray area yeah because it's not wrong Mm -hmm. it's just i not my preference does it change your mind at all if i told you they posted the part two 24 hours later or does it not matter what the time frame is like it doesn't matter if they made them wait a week or like 24 hours it's still untasteful i i would i still think it's untasteful because you had the video ready you had it edited yeah (laughs) right like if it was too long of a video one you could have just put it in one yeah it was already ready to go people will sit and watch an hour-long video of you explaining something yeah i especially if it's huge like that 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Well, it's. I'm curious. Yes. Okay. So the next day, they posted a video titled Our Adoption Was a Scam. So this was part two. So the video opens up with a slow mo montage recap of the last two months. Um, it's basically slow mo clips of all of the clips that we saw in part okay. one. Um, and then at the end of the montage of everything from video one, can you tell me what the music's like behind all this? It's actually her acoustic version of her song that she created when she was going through her pregnancy journey, yeah. talking about how she's like missing the songs. Like I can't remember. It's called like missing piece or something, but she to be like, if I'm being honest, she does have a really good voice. Oh, good for her. I, her music kind of slaps. Brush that. Um, and it was an acoustic version of the song she put out. Yeah, okay. Um, but it's very like swelling yeah you know what i'm talking about like yes. heartfelt music oh i can hear it yeah um and so at the end of this montage uh it it's the last clip of the montage is them celebrating at their gender reveal party it fades to black and white with the words but it was a lie that pop up on the screen um and then it jumps to them sitting in their kitchen talking to the camera uh where they talk in great detail about how their entire adoption turned out to be a scam so this is sadly why you have to pay a bunch, bunch of money to go through agencies. Exactly. Yeah. And it sucks. You can't trust people. No. You cannot trust human beings. Nope. 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 So especially when you have a platform. Like, yes, you, you know, I don't trust anybody. Sorry if you're like, hi, I love you. I'm like, scam. Scam. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Lying. Fake news. <laughs> Stupid. Um, so they say after preparing everything buying two of everything they found out that this woman was not only scamming them but multiple other families as well so they say that this is the hardest thing for them to wrap their head around the hardest thing for them to wrap their head around was that this woman wasn't even pregnant in the first place yeah i was gonna be like where's the ultrasounds where's the proof she sent ultrasounds but it was and they said they were hesitant at first when she, like because this was some girl dming them on instagram and so yeah. like you know of course you're gonna be hesitant um, and they said when she sent ultra ultrasounds, they would take a picture of them and reverse Google image yeah. them and nothing would pop up. So it might have been from a previous pregnancy or her friend's pregnancy. Uh, exactly. Right. Got it. Uh, and they said they were a little hesitant, too, with ultrasounds because they never were able to see her name on the top of them. Uh, but she said that she was cropping that out in case they wanted to use it in vlog footage. She wanted her privacy. So she had an excuse for everything. Yep. Right. So uh, they talk about how uh, they had met her in person multiple times and how they did birthing classes with her, how their parents met her, how she met with the adoption agency. And the whole time she had on a fake bump and was faking <gasps> the pregnancy. Yeah. So they said that they talked to an adoption consultant and that she said that she's basically never seen anything like this in her 30 years of oh my doing God. this job. Um, and they said that there were some red flags along the way, but they tried their best to have good faith in her because they yeah. were just so excited. Um, but in that this woman had excuses for everything and she seemed so sweet and genuine. It was really hard to Scammer. like. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that's when they started showing the messages that this woman had been sending them. I, and I want to say woman like, I mean, at what age do you stop calling someone a girl and you call them a woman? I'm not a girl, a. not yet a woman. Oh. Uh, Britney Spears. She called them Britney Spears. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I keep wanting to call her a, like, I don't know. This is so dumb. But, like, I keep wanting to call her a girl because she's only 20. And so I'm like, oh, oh. this, like, child, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because, yeah, that's, you don't want to call her a female. No. Oh, when, no. That's a topic for another time. Um, but anyway, when they were showing what this girl was sending them, the messages, all of their messages were heavily blurred out, but hers were shown. What? And so people thought that was a little weird, that but, weird. but you know, whatever. Um, and then they said after two weeks of talking to her, she, so she initially messaged them. They had been chatting with her for two weeks. They flew her from air or they flew from Arizona to Southern California to meet her for lunch. Uh, where she told them that they would basically be the perfect parents, that she wants them to adopt her babies, that, that she had been praying to find parents like them. And they said everything went well. And then for the next two weeks after that, they continued to talk to her over the phone. And that's when this girl told them to start setting up their nursery because she had just, in big quotes, gone to a doctor's appointment. And the doctor told her that she had a very high chance of the babies coming early and that they should mm. be prepared. So... um. Basically, when they're like recounting this, Bella starts like sobbing and she's saying how cruel this is to do to someone that's like yeah. struggled with infertility. 
and just in general because they went out and bought two of everything like they rushed to get the nursery set up they bought two cribs two yeah, car seats it's not like uh, oh you'll just use it on the next baby there's yeah. two of them right exactly so they put out new safety stuff every three days right oh my god <laughs> yeah so yeah hopefully they can like return or sell i don't know what they're gonna do um but then they revealed that this woman even went so far that she faked a phone number pretending to be her mom okay so this yeah uh, quote uh, this scammer faked a phone number pretending to be her own mother and sent them text messages as her mom saying that she had told her daughter to get an abortion and that because she refused, she didn't want to support her anymore, that she won't be at the birth, that she doesn't have any love left to give her and that she can't stand to look at her and that she's kicking her out of the house. So the Bella and Dallin are receiving these text messages from her quote unquote mom and obviously felt so extremely sorry for this. They sent her money. They didn't send her money because that's illegal until you pay, like, not until you pay, until the adoption is finalized through paperwork, you cannot send expectant mothers money because then it's considered a bribe. Ah. So they didn't send her money. But what you can do is you can, like, I, I actually, I don't want to say that because I don't know if that's true. I was going to say you can send gifts, but I think that's a form of bribery as well. Yeah. So um, what they basically started doing is... uh. One more time. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. Okay. So what they could do. It's a malfunction. I know. I was like, I lost my spot. Oh. Um, so w- then they asked this girl. They're basically like, hey, we talked to your mother. We heard what's going on. We're so sorry. What can we do to support you? And um, she said the one thing that she would really love is if they came to birthing classes with her. And so, of course, because they're this like, you know, fancy vlog channel, they found a private birthing coach near her. They would fly out from Arizona to Southern California and do private birthing classes what is with this her. scammer gaining? No one can figure that out. In, in my head, not that it's any type of excuse, but in my head, I'm like, she's so mentally ill yeah. that it's the attention. Yeah. It's like not even from like a YouTuber family, but just attention in general. Like, there are tons of people that fake pregnancies all the time for attention. This is so bizarre to me. Right. And I feel really bad for them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then they, they talked about how, like, uh, they were trying to figure out how to support her in any way that they could. Um, but at the end of the day, they said the, the biggest red flag they were having <clears throat> is that they couldn't get her to meet with the adoption agency. Uh, and that they needed her to do that step because nothing is legal or a done deal until paperwork is signed. Yeah, of course. And so they said they finally got her to agree to a, a Zoom call with the agency, which like, OK, baby steps, fine. Um, but that she wouldn't meet in person. And her excuse, and this is horrible, her excuse for not wanting to go and meet with the adoption agency, because when you're an expectant mom and you meet through an adoption agency with a family that wants to adopt your baby, they run all of the tests. They do the ultrasounds. Uh, they take samples. They do everything medical to make sure it's like a, a viable pregnant. What? I heard a, a scuffle. Yeah. Is there a mouse in the wall? Maybe. Potentially. All right. Continue. Sorry. Um, they do. Oh, I didn't know they did all the things, but that would make sense because you have to make sure there's a freaking baby in there. Right. Exactly. Before they hand over all the money. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so this girl's excuse, and it's horrible, and trigger warning, she said that this pregnancy was unconsensual. And that she was still having such bad PTSD. That she didn't want to be examined. That she didn't want her, like anyone touching her body or being examined. Got it. So like if you're already having a red flag with someone and they say they won't go to an agency and then they say, oh, it's because I was R worded and I'm still having PTSD. You're not going to call her a liar. Yeah. Who lies about that? Besides this This, girl. This human. Yeah. So they said they were trying to be as understanding as possible because obviously it's an awful situation and they're just trying to be supportive. But then one night they received an email from like an anonymous sender and the message said, I have information on the girl's name that you really need to know. She sent these saying that this was a, the gender reveal of her babies to several, and I mean several families, thinking that they have a chance to adopt her twins. And there were pictures attached and it was from this couple, yeah. Bella and Dallin's gender reveal. I'm in a group of hopeful adoptive parents and we have all been talking with her and she's telling everyone that they are at the top of her list. Please hear us out. Here's my number. I'm sorry, but she's playing you guys. She's talking to like 10 agencies. Please give us a chance to share our stories. We don't want you being swindled. And then that. So this lady was also trying to get this, this scammers. The scammer was also scamming this lady. Scammers. Yes. 
Yes. Got it. So this is the person that sent this anonymous message is someone who also thought she was going to be able to adopt the twins. Okay. Okay. Um, and that's the same, and that same person messaged Bella on Instagram because they got an email and then also yeah. an Instagram message again, sent the gender reveal photos and said, she sent these saying this was the gender reveal of her babies to several families, you know, yada, 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 same message. And then the person that messaged them went on to reveal that this scammer was using their photos from their gender reveal and sending them to tons of families pretending that Bella and Dallin were her friends that threw her this gender reveal party. Oh, but this person recognized them from YouTube. Yeah. Scammer, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing, why, Scammer? Why would you choose someone like quote unquote famous? Why would like that's dumb. That's so dumb. Right. So and then, of course, when sh- uh, the scammer sent the photos of Bella and Dallin's gender reveal to her, she was a subscriber and had been watching all of this and was like, excuse me, and put two and two together. Yeah. So then that's when she emailed the family, you know, whatever, got in contact with them. And then they went, uh, Bella and Dallin went on a Facebook group called Stop Adoption Scams. Yeah. Posted a photo of this girl and like her name and basically said, how many people in here are talking to this woman? dozens of families came forward saying that they had been promised the baby you know whatever and that's when they all put it together that this girl wasn't even pregnant in the first place so they thought the whole scam was just that she was just scamming people about who would get the baby right but there's no baby but there's no baby because she's probably done this a million times of course yeah so that's when they confronted her over the phone because she didn't know that they were like doing all of this behind her back like playing like detective or whatever um, I'm so sorry. I have to pee. I'm not oh, trying yeah, to leave yeah, us yeah. on a cliffhanger. I really have to pee. Let's check to see if we have a sponsor. Sponsor, sponsor. <laughs> and we're back. All right. God, that felt really good. Okay. They confronted her on the phone. They can- <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So yeah, uh, they basically were still trying. Like it's, it's a case of like you're, you're being way too nice. They were still trying to be nice about it. Nope. And, and be like, so what? I would have flown out there and ripped her belly off. <laughs> So they were like asking her these questions and being like, can you explain this? Can you explain this? And uh, finally, because one of the one of the lies they caught her in is in this uh, stop adoption scams Facebook group. They everyone in this thread was sharing photos that she was sending them so that they could compare to figure out whether she was pregnant or not. And one photo that she sent Bella and Dallin, um, she had cut it, like cropped it where it was just like her boobs up, basically. And she had sent it the text message. At this point, she was supposed to be like, 30 weeks pregnant or not 30 I want to say like 26 weeks pregnant okay and um and twins you should be pretty big oh yeah and but you couldn't see her belly in the photo and and she said to Bella she was like this is my first time wearing a crop top out like in public and I'm just letting my my belly fly and I love it and I'm obsessed with it whatever but didn't actually send a picture of uh, the crop top yeah which Bella was like okay whatever and then someone posted that exact same photo that was not cropped where her stomach is completely flat. <gasps> and she had sent that exact same photo to another couple in the group. And it said, because she said to this family that she was six weeks pregnant. And she was like, hey, at a carnival tonight, like, you know, getting my sugar craving in or something. So they sent that photo to her and were basically like, can you explain this? Because you took this photo and said, you, like, you're supposed to be 26 weeks pregnant, but your stomach is flat. First, she said, I'm sucking in. And they said... <laughs> Because you can suck in a baby, guys. At twenty, You can suck in Two twins babies. at 26 weeks. Not right? a chance. So they were like, LOL, no. And then she was like, okay, fine, fine, fine. It was an old photo. I just didn't want to take one from that night. It was an old photo that I sent you guys in that family. But like, you know, this was from before I got pregnant. But then when they zoomed into the photo, again, idiot. She was wearing the necklace that Bella had given her <gasps> like a week ago. So they were like, no, this photo was literally taken less than a week ago and your stomach is flat. So like that's when they like put it together and that's when she went dead silent. And like they didn't really clarify whether she like hung up or if they've heard from her since. I don't know if they're taking legal action because. What is the legal action? Because no documents are signed and they never gave her anything. Yes, but I did see uh, there was like a because I was reading tons of articles about this and there was like related articles where there have been women that have gone to jail for scams like this. Yeah. And my what is the illegal part? Lying? I don't know. Maybe like if there is money exchanged, like maybe it's like theft or 
I don't know. They like because I know they wasted their money and their time, but like right. I, I just I'm sh- I'm hoping there's legal action. They right. Can take. Like I, I hope for the for them for them, and to stop her so she doesn't keep doing this. Right. What is she gaining out of it? Just attention? Like she's just mentally ill? I really think she's just that mentally ill, because like uh, what's that? What's um Munchausen's by proxy? Oh yeah, it's like the moms aren't gaining. And Munchausen's by proxy is when you purposely poison your child to like have people feel sorry for you and like how your child yeah, is sick just all the getting time. Attention. It's just attention. So maybe she has like some form of that, or like I don't know because I mean she they said they didn't send her money and and like it is illegal. So like that's so weird. It's very strange. So they haven't clarified whether they're taking legal action or like. They didn't really wrap up the story, so I'm assuming allegedly that means they're taking legal action if they're yeah, not. Yeah, you like, can't talk about it online if you're gonna do it. Right. So I don't. I don't really know, but um, yeah. They said they basically ended it by saying they haven't been able to figure out the motivation because no money was ever exchanged, and that uh, it didn't have anything to do with them being famous because she was doing this to dozens of other families at the same time, yeah. and apparently has been doing this for a very long time. So well, I hope that somehow they're able to stop her because that is so sad right that is like such a sad thing just no yeah so yeah obviously i agree full-heartedly this whole thing is extremely upsetting it's very sad apparently it happens a lot more than we know because they did talk in their video they had a whole segment about like this is a very common occurrence oh i believe that that's why you're supposed to go through agencies right but agencies Everyone's like, they're taking too long. Yeah, that's because it's they're Because they're taking the proper steps. Yes. And like, yeah, they're expensive because they have to pay people to do these proper steps. Right. Like, it sucks. It sucks so much. But this stuff does happen. Yeah. And it's just like, and it happens so often, too, because people are so desperate for babies. So they're just like, same as, as Bella and, and Dallin, they're just willing to kind of turn a blind eye to like the red flags because they're like well at least we'll have like a baby in the end you know we'll just deal with this and then we'll be fine right so this whole thing i i'm stating here now i believe that it's happened um and you know i think it happened too oh yeah and uh, like because how sleazy would it be to lie it's just it's just it would be just as gross to lie about this story as it would be to like be the yeah no i believe that this happened to them and that sucks right um that i yeah that's just terrible yeah but the internet is divided right now because this is a huge story because yeah. like this is a very common occurrence, but to happen to a channel that has such a massive platform, it's bringing awareness to everyone. Yeah. And so this is like a big deal. Like they, they're having like news stations reach out to them. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's coming off of internet news and becoming actual like hard news, yeah. you know, because it, it's so drastic. Um, and so the internet is divided right now. And there are a ton of people speculating that, at least some of this whole situation is a setup or fake or exaggerated by Bella and her husband. And like to what extent exaggerated? So I saw like three different things floating around. Okay. Tell me. You love a conspiracy theory. Love a good conspiracy theory. So the first thing is, remember how I mentioned that they showed messages from the woman, but blurred out. (laughs) This is my baby dog. Sorry. If you're just listening, I've, I'm cradling Blaze Boy. I love my baby boy. Literally cradling him like a baby. Yes. Um, so th- when they had showed the messages from this woman, which they showed a ton of them, all of their messages were blurred. Yeah, that can that, that it could have been for a million reasons. Right, exactly. But the people that are like dead set on saying that this thing is fake, uh, they're speculating that their messages could be blurred because of illegal payoffs they may have been offering the mom. I was thinking that. Mm-hmm. So if this is actually true, it would be illegal and considered human trafficking. And it would explain why they didn't push this woman to be more in contact with the agency. Yeah. Because basically we, we touched a little bit when you're adopting potential adoptive parents, you can help pay for the mother's expenses like rent, utility, transportation, food, clothes, whatever. That's fine and totally legal. But it has to be done through a third party agency. Yeah. And it has to be after the paperwork is signed. Because when you have an expectant mother, she has hundreds of different families she's mm-hmm. trying to choose from. Yeah. So if you're bribing her with money. To pick them. Yeah. It's literally a bribe. Yes. And it's illegal. Yes. And so people are saying that, like, they're not telling the whole truth because they may be leaving this I'm part sure, out. I'm sure there's stuff they're leaving out. Yeah. And in, for me, I'm saying. Who cares? This lady scammed. Them. Right. She wasn't even pregnant. See, that's my thing is 
She literally wasn't even pregnant. Well, and like, why are you focusing on that? Like, yeah, I mean, if they did truly do that, which again, this is all just made up internet rumors and yeah. like, you know, allegedly, but like, if they did do that, why are you focusing on that? Like, why are you focusing on the family sending her clothes and like paying for her cell phone or something like yeah. that rather than focusing on the true point of the story, which is there's a scammer that yes. scams them out of children. This is, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So there's the second thing. This is like, is it, is it, this is like the, um, you know, is it okay for a poor person to steal bread? And then I'm like, why are we focusing on the fact that people are hoarding bread and throwing it out rather than giving it to people who are starving? Or someone is so starving in the first place they have to steal. Yeah. Like focus like, on what actually matters. Yes. And like, well, no. Right. This is, no, that's, I don't care. I don't right. care if they were paying her under the table. Right. Yeah. I, but we don't even know if that's true or not. Exactly. Uh, and then another theory going around the internet is that this whole thing was a cash grab from the vloggers because that they knew it was a scam, but they did it anyway for views. So basically the theory goes that, yes, they did truly believe this was a legitimate adoption when the woman first reached out, but that there is no way that they got that far along in the process without verifying that she was carrying healthy twins. Well, it was only two months. Yeah. Um, so one person wrote, no one would pay for birthing classes, prepare a nursery for twins, throw a lavish gender reveal party, all at the mother's prompting, supposedly, with the birth mother only having one Zoom meeting with an agency. The attorney and agency work had not yet been done to prepare for a legitimate adoption. This is major red flags. And then another person wrote, I don't believe that there is ever an agency attorney involved. All we know is that they wanted to monetize the crap out of this. And if an agency was involved, then they are not going to allow that to happen, most likely. In my perspective, either they had an agency or they never told the agency the full truth when it came to what the birth mother was saying or doing for them at the time. So just the whole argument is basically like, they find they must have put it together at some point, whether it was due to like during a birthing class, her shirt maybe came up and they saw a strap for the fake belly or like they finally put together all of the red flags, but that they figured it out some a lot sooner than they said that this was a scam, but that they just went with it for more views and a dramatic story, which is like a that's a reach. That's a reach. Also, who cares? Right. I like I'm. Yeah, they might. I mean, when they figured it out, regardless, they were sad. Right. Yeah. It was still a scam. This is people just, I don't know. This is just people being buttheads. Like, I, this is just the internet being really stupid. Right. Finding something to be mad about. Yeah. And we're being like, yeah, being mad at the victim. Yes. And the last thing. Uh, they very well could have been like, let's monetize this. I fully believe at some point they were like, let's monetize this. As a YouTuber who vlogs your life, most things in your life you think, how do I monetize this? Yeah, it's your job. It's your job. And yeah. then there's that thing where you go, okay, am I, do I, where's the gray area? Where's the black and white? Emily's taking a picture of Blaze Boy. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm sure at some point they thought, how do we monetize this? Or they thought they were going to monetize it differently. Yeah. Like announcing the twins. Right. And they were uh, going to do a gender re reveal party regardless. Right. So. Yeah. They were going to always monetize off of it. It right. just ended up being a scam. So it's a different type of monetization. Yeah. Well, the very last thing that the internet is mad about, of course, um, is that they're giving them the benefit of the doubt. Um, and they're saying that, you know, they didn't exaggerate this story and that they weren't faking anything. But people are, are pointing out how weird it is that they asked their followers to let them know if anyone had a baby up for adoption. And they're being accused of trying to beat the system by fast tracking a baby their way and getting out of paying adoption fees. Yes, exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Um, because, and that is what a lot of people do. Yeah, because adopting a baby takes months, if not years, yeah. to be matched with the perfect like expectant mother. And then she has to like choose you, and it's pricey. And I did look it up, and in the, their state, which is Arizona, adopting a baby costs anywhere from $20,000 to $50,000. So like, if you did have a follower that was pregnant and wanted to give up a baby. Why not? I don't like the way that they did it. I don't like... It's not safe, and it's wrong, and it's fishy. Right. And it is using your privilege to your advantage yeah and so and like people are basically saying like you're a very obviously wealthy family like just from like looking at their house and their vlogs like you're a very wealthy family that can afford like the best of the best adoption agency 
but because you were impatient and trying to take a faster route instead of waiting in line like everyone else and being more secure um, and going going the more secure They're but victim expensive. blaming. They're saying you brought this upon yourself. Stop victim yeah. blaming. Yeah. They didn't do things right. Right. But concentrate on what matters. <laughs> Someone scammed them. Right. And that's what matters here. Right. That's being like a girl wore. Well, you wore a really short dress out with no undies and you got really drunk in the club and tried to walk home by yourself. Right. Stop victim blaming. Yeah. They did a lot of stuff that I don't agree with. And yeah. a lot of stuff where I'm like, yeah, you guys were trying to use your privilege. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Oh, right. Wouldn't you? Right. If you were in that specific. I don't know if I would ask for a baby from my followers. But- I wouldn't because I would know that that would lead to really sticky situations. Right. But no. Okay. So I don't agree with everything they did. I don't agree with the like they obviously the way they went about it. I was like, that is like not smart. Right. Um, And then, you know, with the videos, probably not my cup of tea. Yeah. They're they're uh, they're black and whites for their channel. Their their gray areas are not the same as mine. Yeah. That's business preference. That's a business preference. Yeah. I'm going to focus on the fact that the lady scammed them and not just them. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm going to talk about how this lady scammed all of these other people who didn't use their platform and their their money to persuade this lady. Right. She didn't do this just to them. They're just happening. They're just able to Broad. make money from it yeah. and show it off and make money from it. Yeah. This happened to a bunch of average Joes mm-hmm. who are heartbroken. Who And it's like. I want to say it's safe to assume most likely all these families that are struggling with infertility that yes. desperately want this yes. baby. So it's not just these people. It's all these other people as well. This has happened to. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's not just the fact that they were trying to use their money and privilege to fast track. Right. That's just victim blaming. Right. Because other victims, there were other victims who were not in the same boat. Right. I mean, like, they were still trying to fast track. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe they had, like, I don't know. Is it, like, if you have a felony, you can't get it. But maybe it was a felony from, like, when they were 18 and now they're over it and they're a different person now. Right. There's probably a bunch of reasons why people can't go through agencies, but they are perfectly, they would be perfectly good parents. Right. So. Yeah. I'm going to say, shut up. This thing (laughs) happened. (laughs) And if you don't like these people's content, don't watch it. How easy is that? <laughs> Imagine that as a concept. <laughs> no, uh, people don't like like that. But whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. Well, right. that's that's where it stops for now. All right. Well, that's been the podcast. Do you want to give one tiny bit of good news? Uh, sure. Let me see if I can. Find... Is there a short one? Because we're already at an hour um yes okay this one was was kind of i mean as with all good news stories sad but then happy Mm -hmm. um so there is a mother this is for our good news um a mother in arizona woke up in the middle of the night and she found that her apartment was almost entirely engulfed in flames (gasps) so i like oh i like the i wasn't expecting it (laughs) so in a state of panic she opened up her bedroom window and called out to anyone nearby to to help her and find her a way to escape because her front door was completely blocked by the fire because the fire started downstairs near the front door and uh, her screams woke up Joe Hollins, who good old Joe, good old Joe, who lives in a homeless encampment with his wife near the house. And he told CBS News, all I see is a lady pull open the window and she's screaming, please help me, please help me. So he went running over and shouted up up to her that he would help. And he instructed her to drop her children out of her window, promising to catch them, which he did. <laughs> and the, so she dropped her two girls, Valerie and Natalie, and her two dogs as well. Yeah, save the doggies. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, can you imagine dropping Blaze from a second story window? He would be crushed like a pancake immediately. Just <laughs> <laughs> a 90 pound weight <laughs> flailing. Right. And then she, he had to spend a really long time convincing her to jump as well and yeah. that he would catch her, but he did. Yeah, he did. Um, and yeah, so, Joe did. Yeah, Joe did. And then the local firefighters later later arrived to, you know, can extinguish the flames, but he saved all five of them. Two dogs, two girls, and the mom. Oh, good old Joe. Good old Joe. And you know, I mean, this like... Where's the GoFundMe? I was going to say you know there's gonna be some gofundme or like you know whatever but yeah how incredible was that oh i like the ending on that good note me too all right that's our show for today thank you guys for listening watching following liking doing all the things um if there's ever anything you want us to talk about please let emily know i love you guys and we'll see you next time bye
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Attention, fans of fairy tales that are magical, hilarious, and grim. The award-winning Pinna original podcast Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest has new episodes out now. While you've probably heard of the Brothers Grimm, you've never heard these tales told in quite this way. I'm Adam Gidwitz, best-selling and Newbery Honor author of Books for Children, and in Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest, I share the real, weird, grim fairy tales with real, weird, hilarious kids. In each episode, you not only get to hear a story, but you also get to enjoy this group guessing what'll happen next, cracking jokes, and sharing their own perspectives on the tales. Also, heckling me. They love to heckle me. The episodes are rated on a scale from grim to grimmer to grimmest, so there's always a great variety of tales to explore with your family. You can listen to Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest now wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow the show so you don't miss new episodes.